You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hi, welcome back to the Horny Housewife podcast. I'm your host, Jordan. Jordan, why do I always say it weird? Because it's a weird thing to do. It's a weird thing. To, that's the first thing you fucking say. I want to just go into a sentence, but I'm like, what if someone's new? Here you are. You know where you are. You fucking clicked it. You clicked it. I want to start off by bringing something up that I've mentioned before. So many listener questions come about or talking with a guest about mismatch libido or like, am I normal? Are we normal? Are we good? Are we doing it enough? How much sex should we be having? And I always answer with, it depends. There is no normal, air quotes, normal number. There's not some magic number. There's not some quota to an extent, to an extent. And I'll get to that. But the most important thing is, do you both feel content? Sometimes there's compromise that needs to be involved because very oftentimes someone has a higher drive than the other. But overall, for the people that say, think, believe, are down with their sex life, they think it's good. It's probably because you're enjoying the sex you're having. And maybe you didn't like, yeah, a little more. Or like, I could have a little more, but it's good and it's really good. Or some of y'all are like, we're having lots of sex and we're enjoying it. Some people are having lots of sex and they feel disconnected and one person's resentful. And it's just like, they're so used to that number. And some people are having not enough sex at all and feel disconnected. Some people are having sex and think it's enough and they're fine and they don't need any more. And the other person definitely does. And why I'm bringing this all up again today is because I saw a video where someone was, it was a podcast. I don't even know the fucking name, truly. They were talking about, I'd never seen it before. They were talking about the number, how much you should be having and saying similar to what I was saying, but they were saying that it's quality over quantity and that whether you're having it five times a week or two times a year, if you feel like you're so connected on every other level and like when you have it, it's so great, then y'all are in a healthy space. Disagree. I I do think quality over quantity. No, I don't. I don't I don't think that at all. Why why did I just say I don't? I don't. I think that 
when you're not having it, it's a symptom of something greater. And if two people, if both of you, if you sat both in the room together and they were like, I'm totally satisfied with the amount of sex we're having and they are being not liars, pants on fire, then guess what? Perfect. Bravo. Like who the fuck are we? That's up to y'all. But if there's someone in the relationship who is like dying on the inside, who was like, yeah, I know they're okay, but I sure as hell am not. You know, that more than likely if you're having it two times a year, I would bet there's an 80% chance someone's feeling like that. And I'm going to be horrible. And some of y'all are going to hate me. And say that even like once a month, some people are so content with that and the other person feels rejected, unseen, not cared for, not prioritized. And you may be unaware of the damage and the destruction you were causing. So I feel like that was worth mentioning. I talk plenty about why a person may not be in the moon, may hate your fucking guts, may think you're a lazy piece of shit. Maybe you are giving no foreplay, no emotional availability. Like we'll talk about why you're not getting fucked, but just a little checky check for some people who go, you know what? Maybe I am only thinking about what I'm good with. And I have to realize like, are they good? You got to check in with each other. And sometimes we change, like some seasons are different than other seasons and your drive may be higher, maybe lower. And it's not the end of the world, especially if you're talking about it. When you talk about something, you diffuse it. You give it the space and air it needs instead of letting it fester inside of you and suck your soul dry, truly. Also a little follow-up on the IG polls, one of them was... Have you ever circumstantially, that's a big keyword there, circumstantially <laughs> hated your significant other? Basically, I wanted to see if everyone was a, you know, if people were liars or if they were honest, if they were on the real real, if they were real people. Maybe, you know, there's some head in the sand psychopaths that I guess just were loved just the right amount as a child and, you know, zilch, nada, trauma, and everything's just cool for them. Great and dandy. I'd love to meet that fucker. I don't think I, I think I like people that have something a little bit wrong with them for some reason or something bad happened to them. Something happened at some point. <laughs> You've seen some shit. No, but there's a spectrum. There's a spectrum. So let's stay, ooh, let's stay on there because it can go you know, way off and then I need to back up and you, if you know, you know, like you probably would agree if you're that person, you're like, yeah, you probably should. And then there's people that have just, it's, we're not, it's not clicking. It's not clicking. I probably, they're not listening to this podcast, so I don't have to worry about that. Where did I start? Where was I? Oh, the fucking poll. 71% of you told the truth and said, yes, at a certain point, something they do makes me share hate. I know you love them at the same time. Take a bullet for them. Fuck them right then and there. But you can still hate them for a second, minute, hour. I think it needs to be up after 24 hours or you might need to see a third party. But you get a 24-hour window 
when you're married. Also, sharp right turn, the Patreon is a popping place to be right now. I don't know if it's because more listeners are tuning in. We got lots of new listeners here. Or if it's because y'all are hornier and it's getting colder outside and audio erotica just sounds really appeasing, but there's lots of new members and the stories are getting better. And my gift of reading the stories is before, you know, there's an evolution. If I listen to the first story I read to now, she's evolved. She's better. If you're interested in the filthy stories, not written by me, just read by me quite well, I might add, with a little rating. It's a little thing we do at the end. If you didn't listen last week, I had Lindsay Metzler on from We Met at Acme. And this week we're doing listener questions. I got a lot. I got a ton. They're good. Y'all love that shit. So we're getting cozy. Next week, Dr. Allison Ash. She was in episode 151. And then at the end, she mentioned attachment styles. And I was like, light bulb. None of y'all know what that shit is about because we've never talked about it. I'm sure you do know what it's about, but we haven't talked about it in depth here. And that shit is helpful because it's really helped me learn more about myself and get the tools I need to move in a healthier, more secured location, you know, trudging along over there. It was a really good interview. I learned so much. You're going to love it. We go over all of the attachment styles and you're going to relate to one of them and then you're going to learn something about yourself and then you're going to realize who you probably are with. You can take a quiz, figure it out for yourself. So you most definitely want to make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss out new episodes every single Monday. So make sure that subscribed button is pushed, pressed, following, check marked. Thank you very much. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Get cozy. Get comfy. I want to know where y'all listen to the podcast. Are y'all all driving to work? A lot of y'all tell me, you're like, I listen it while I'm driving. You can't get cozy, but you can giggle. You can giggle and shit. I'm afraid I'm going to lull you to nodding out whilst driving with my voice, but... Just give yourself a little slappy slap, crack the windy. But if you're at home, get cozy. Grab alcohol or weed, preferably. That's 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 bad advice. Don't be around your children. That's good advice. This is a podcast that's rated 21 and older. I should put that in the beginning. Some podcasts do that. They have like a little discretion thing in the beginning. Should I start doing that? I'd class it up a little bit. We can say, hey, listen, you little shits. Why'd you click this? You know this wasn't for you. This doesn't apply to you. What are you doing? What are you doing here? You cannot hang out with us. Get out. Get the fuck out of here. When you get married, you can. You can come in. You've earned your way here. It's good advice. It's actually probably good advice for them. Not digestible until they're older than 18. 
But still, I won't be being like, son, time to listen to mommy's pot when he's 18. I won't be doing that. When he is a grown adult married man and he inquires about my past endeavors in the podcast world, then possibly. But there's a high chance he will have no interest in that. And that is preferable. That's preferable. Okay, let's hit it. Let's go. Fucking go. Hi there. I'm a new listener to your show. I've been in a relationship for almost two years now. And every time he goes down on me, he says weird shit like, I taste funny. I don't know if it's your sweat or what. I am not sure what to do because I would like some pleasure since giving head is pretty much equivalent, right? Last year, I had the whole pap exam and everything was fine. I've never had a past guy tell me this, so I haven't taken it personal. I have listened to some of your shows where you touch on shame and for the ladies to learn slash know slash love their bodies, which is where I'm at because at the end of the day, we know our bodies best. It has me taking a probiotic now and I am taking your advice with soap and water. I would love to hear this on your show. Ladies, feel free to respond to this as well and share and I would happily reshare. My advice, I'll be quick to the point is a, what I would do like real advice instead of just like hyping you up and making you feel better. Logical advice. I would, if I was you, I would probably order, I would go to the doctor, but I would probably order a pH test, like where you can check and see what your pH is down under. And then you'll have an indicator because if it's within a certain spectrum of what it's air quote supposed to be what's healthy what's normal then it doesn't matter like everybody has their own scent like people's scent varies and some people have a stronger odor than others or a different odor and there's a spectrum of normal pH pussy odor but if you are having like a strong fish-like odor or itchy or any other symptom that isn't just your vagina being your vagina, then don't ignore it. Don't, and I mean, do everything, pap smear, STI exam, whatever the fuck you need to do. But it did sound like that you knew all was good in the hood, down under, that you've gone to the doctor. So in that case, maybe if I were you, I guess I would clarify or make it known to him that, hey, like nothing's going on down there, but you telling me that make it makes me feel kind of self-conscious and everybody's body is different and people have different pheromones. I'm sure there's all kinds of gimmicky products that they say make sure whatever tastes better, but I will tell you this. This is not a plug. I'm not paid to say this. I wish I fucking was. I have been eating CMOS gel and, be, and I get the pineapple one. And for some reason, I feel like maybe this is a total myth and I'm just spitting shit. But I feel like it can make you sweeter down there. And maybe it's a placebo effect. <laughs> but truly, when men do that, theirs taste better. So like, why wouldn't our juices taste better? And there's so many good vitamins in the SEMA. So like you might as well and just see what happens. It's really cheap on Amazon. Vet one, read the reviews so you're not getting a shitty one. This is truly me just giving you sisterly advice. That's what I would do. And also with him, don't be mad at him. Don't think he's douchey. I know we can take this as being douchey, but 
sometimes it's genuine concern or they're like actually confused or they think like, hmm, and they think voicing it to you is what they would want and being straight up. So just don't take it personally. Love yourself. Check the checklist of if you're gravy, get your pH balance tested and go from there. Oh, last thing, leave it alone too. Like don't eat, don't be soaping up in it. I would leave it alone. Like water, light soap on the outside and leave it alone and let it get to its natural place. If you know, you know. This sounds really gross, but it's like a little Petri dish. Okay, moving on. Next question. I have been married for about a year. My wife takes a while to come and it is making me feel self-conscious. She has come once from penetration with me and says it's the only time it has happened and I believe her. Maybe I just don't know what is normal, but the only way I can make her come is with my hand stimulating her clit. Is this normal? I hate the question, is this normal? Because like, what is our gauge like our comparison and and you want to know the fucking truth that the average woman does not climax from penetration alone she doesn't the average girl fucking doesn't and then i'm gonna tell you 50 percent of the women that are saying that they do i don't even believe them we're taking out 50 percent of the ones that say at least 20 you know, maybe that comes from a jealous, cynical place in me, and I'm willing to take accountability for that. But I'm still going to stand by <laughs> my belief that we have some bullshitters because so many people do lie about sex. I swear to God, they lie about how much they're having. They're lying. They're lying. They're lying, and we're not lying unless we really, really have to in a certain circumstance. <laughs> But like if you were on national television and you didn't want to humiliate your spouse, I could see lying. Like I get why the Real Housewives do things that were like, well, that was dishonest. They're protecting their family. But you don't lie in your relationship about the reality of the situation. So yeah, when you see people in a large setting or there's people, they're being interviewed, whatever, they're probably fucking lying. Lots of people are insecure and don't want people to slip in the cracks. They want to be able to manage their own shit at home because it's no one else's business. And that's fair. That's totally fucking fair. They'll navigate it. They'll make it through or they won't. Okay. What was the question? Oh, yeah. Making your wife come. Chill the fuck out. Okay. And don't beat yourself up because... That's only mentally fucking you and her. And there is a mental aspect to climaxing. And I know you never mentioned that you're berating her or getting in her head, but I just wanted to make sure that you don't make her feel like she's not normal because she totally, totally is. And you can get creative. Like there are so many beautiful, amazing ways. I am a person who relates to her. And I'm going to say most of the girlies here are friction girlies. We need the friction in order to cross the finish line. And I think once you embrace this, it's going to evolve and get better and hotter and more creative. 
I mean, hell, you should take it as a win that she's saying she has come once from penetration with you and it's only happened once. And I believe you should be like, holy shit, we've got some room to play, sister. We can get here. I think you can get back there. I think you can do both. If you can be stimulating her up front while penetrating her, I don't know what she thinks about the back door, but there's so much to do and you don't have to get in your head about what it takes to get her there. Forget the route, route. Is it route or is it route? Forget the path. Forget the traveling circumstances. Let's focus on the destination and enjoy. Take a scenic route. You need to do a quickie, have her show you how she does it when she's alone. And I'm not ignoring that you said the only way is the hand on the clit, but if it's that pressure and motion with your hand, I believe you can replicate it with other things, other body parts, with you in her, her rubbing up on your pelvic bone, reverse cowgirl, her using your leg, toys. There's other ways I think you can replicate the sensation you're giving her that works. I'm sure she knows this deep down. Maybe, maybe not. And if I were you, I would have a a mutual masturbation session and you can see the way she touches herself and take notes. And for you, we need to shift the mindset because your mindset affects the vibes. It does. (laughs) And so if you're feeling either irritated, burdened, or anxious and secure about the time, the length, that energy is felt. It's a little low vibration and that can transfer over because sex is, you know, an energetic exchange of sorts. And so I know for me as a woman, I feel that like you, men, you can feel when a girl's into you, when she's not, when she's really present, when she's in her head, you can feel that shit. And Lots of women are in tuned to what the fuck's going on with you. That's why the very best advice is being present, not worrying about the other person. You're like, what? How I'm I'm making love or I'm fucking the other person. I mean it in a way that you're so absorbed in your senses that everything's going to come naturally, organically, primally, if you're really in that moment. Like see how it's cliche and corny, how much of a gift the present, the present, get it, the present is. Try it in sex. Tell me I'm wrong, bitch. And think about it. Ideally, like if we were a monk, you know, we would be practicing this all fucking day long. But I'll be real with you, a straight shooter. That's that's damn near impossible. That's impossible. It's impossible. 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 It's impossible. Lots of shit's going on. So one of the few moments you really actually can, like you can make it happen if you want to, like this is a moment since we're doing it anyways where I can get super present. What an opportunity. Take it and level it up. I hope this listener got the answer they needed and then I hope everyone else heard something that they needed to take with them. Moving on. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, my wife and I are high school sweethearts, together for 12 years. We have a great sex life in my opinion. We have sex three times a week, mainly on the weekends due to job schedules and stressors, but make time every other week for a date night, just the two of us. My concern is that I am the one doing almost all of the initiating. We have talked about it and she says she will try harder, but alas, I usually am the one that starts it all off every time. What are some ways I can help her take on more initiation? I believe it to be confidence-based, so any tips on bringing her confidence up would be greatly appreciated. Her love language is words of affirmation, so I always try to make a point of that, and mine is giving gifts. So gifts and words haven't really seemed to work this far. Any tips? Lots of thoughts came to mind. So at the end, I thought if she just thinks that your gestures of kindness, this is how some women think I'm like telling you the fucking truth. If she thinks it's just because you're wanting sex and it's not like genuine, that could be felt or she may feel that way, think that way. That's just, I know it sucks, but sometimes, and that can make you feel like shit, but sometimes that is the truth. And also it's great that you're, taking the action to water your marriage, but anyone that's doing anything routinely can find it boring, predictable, especially, especially certain personality types. And then I think, I mean, I think everyone at some point after so much time has passed and knowing someone so well that things become stale and people just get in a get in a rut. So some suggestions these might not work, but they might break the ice in some way is doing things differently. The mildly toxic advice was to be like just don't initiate the sex, keep making efforts. You're like, "What? I'm going to have to keep trying, but then I'm not going to end up getting my nut." If you really want to maybe encourage some change. And again, I do think this is like arousing suspicion. So I think that's a no-no. You're not supposed to do that. That a therapist would probably say that's toxic advice. But anyways, this is just a podcast. <laughs> maybe it could be effective to connect with her, show her you care, be that space, ask her how her day is, I know I'm assuming that you like don't ask her fucking anything. That's horrible and rude. But mixing it up, mixing up the conversation, the things you ask her, 
eye contact, the way you look at her, the way you connect with her, the way you show her you care, being really present in the combos, and then not following it up with some sort of like a touch for you. So it's like she's like, oh, uh, maybe she even gets confused by it a wee bit. I almost feel bad giving this advice. I'm like purposely confusing her. But the confidence thing, I don't know how she can get that just from an outside source. She'll have to give that gift to herself as well. And even communicating that to her saying, I find you so unbelievably sexy. And I, after 13, 12 years, I still can't keep my hands off you. I think about you. I lust you. I'm so in love with you. And sometimes I wish you saw the girl that I saw. Give her one of those. Give her one of those. She'll like that. Say, I wish you could see the woman I saw. And I think if you did, you'd feel sexier. Like what holds you back? What are you bored? Like, just shoot me straight. We've been together a really long time. Write this down. You write this down. Are you bored? And like, I know you're preparing yourself. Stop writing. You're preparing yourself to get your feelings hurt possibly. But wouldn't it be a nice, weird, is this weird? This is weird advice. Conversation. It could be uncomfortable. It could hurt your fucking feelings. It could end in like rough, great sex. Who fucking knows? Just playing out a toxic fantasy right now. But maybe you'll have a conversation that you've needed to have for a while. And maybe it's not like, yeah, I want to go fuck other people. Maybe she has a fantasy of you dominating her. And maybe you go to initiate and then she's just disappointed because it's the same fucking two positions every time. Maybe she's not enjoying the sex she's having. So she's not really eager to initiate because she's like, bump, bump, bump. And... If I'm offending you and you're like, no, ma'am, I put it down every time. That's why it happens three times a week. I'm not saying you don't, but I'm saying it's fair to reevaluate to see if she is loving it as much as you're loving it. Or maybe there's some new things she's into. Maybe after 12 years, she has a different fantasy, a new fantasy, new shit she likes, new shit she thinks about. So learn more about what's going on in that little noggin of hers. And to end it, I think the problem you have isn't the worst problem to have. I think it sounds like a totally normal thing, issue that would come up after being together a long time. And then you just have to have a conversation about it and do something differently and mix it up. And maybe you don't need to have sex exactly three times a week. Maybe it does need to be more about a quality over quantity thing. And you need more of a buildup and you need to do different things and date nights need to look different. This sounds weird, but it just popped into my head, like meeting at the location instead of driving together, going somewhere totally different, driving an hour to get there, mixing in an experience with dinner, doing something different, bringing a fucking conversation prompt. I know these things sound cheesy, but sometimes it ends in not cringe, but laughter, cringe, eye rolls and flirting. You know, it's you need something different sometimes. Why don't you people watch and make up a weird scenario for all of them 
and you try to guess what they're into, what weird shit they're into. Why don't you put vibrating panties on and he has the remote and you get your pussy wet. By the time dessert comes, you're ready to exit. There's things you can do. Listen to this podcast. You'll get inspired. But I'll tell you what not to do. Don't go to her and say, oh, I wish you initiated more, but you just really don't seem to have the confidence to do that. You're going to, it's just like if your dick went soft during sex and she's like, oh my gosh, is it me? Like, why is this happening? Which we've all done that. Like girls, like, you know, you've been exactly what they didn't need during that time. And you, the men are like, I'm, I spiral mentally, not all, but some people that really like hits their confidence. And for women, that'll cause some women to just shut down and be like, well, I might as well not try at all because I suck at it. And now I feel even more insecure. I know you could feel frustrated with the, okay, so now I'm supposed to just be the guy who's giving compliment, handing it all out expecting nothing in return. Give it give give it some time. Experiment. Selflessly experiment and have a meaningful conversation and let's be cringy and hold faith that you'll get what you give and that if you give her that safe space that she'll open up like figuratively and literally. So I wish you the best. Sometimes you have to have ugly conversations for a little shake up to inspire real change. Moving onward. Love your show. I've been listening since the Freaky Fam days. Y'all are so the Freaky Fam. FreakyFam.com. All my discount codes right there. I have been married for six years and love, love, love when my wife makes me jealous. If she goes out with her friends, I get so worked up when she says she was hit on, etc., etc. I'm also a big fan of hearing about her past sexual encounters. Why does this turn me on instead of making me angry? Well, friend, this just means you're a cuck, sir. And there's nothing to be ashamed of. I remember seeing a video where people were like making fun of a guy for that. And it made me sad because when I talk about it or I've interviewed people who have discussed this or read about it, I've only seen it in like a, that's just someone's preference. And that's really all it is. Obviously, just like any, I guess, air quotes, lifestyle, which my husband is not this, so I'm not speaking from experience, but from things I've read, from people I've talked to IRL that are in this situation or type of relationship, I mean, you have to have like super trust, boundaries, gazillion conversations. And so I think it's something to tread with lightly, but I mean, because you know, this is something that turns you on. It's not like you have to go sign up to participate, but you can use this in the bedroom, dirty talk, like so many novelty ways and thoroughly enjoy. So sharing this with her and if she loves you and is into you and gets off to you getting off, then it would seem like she'd have no problem partaking and making it fun for you. Not like in real life, even I'm saying partaking in the dirty talk, playing along, even if that's not her thing, even if it's not getting her off necessarily and shit, maybe it does. Maybe she finds out like, holy shit, that turned me on way more than I thought it would. I didn't even let my head go there before. And now I can, and I know it gets my man off. So a whole new world. 
So have fun. Enjoy it. Look at it as a positive thing. Ain't no shame in your cuckold game. <laughs> For the people that know that word better than me, is it cuckold or cuckold? Cuckold? It's cuckold. Old. Not hold. No H. C-U-C-K-O-L-D. Do your research. Go down the... I was going to say the Reddit hole, but you could, there's so many, so many resources and people you could talk to and talk to your wife. Don't forget to talk to her. Most important. Hey, you don't want her to find out that you're doing all of that and her be like, hello, left me in the dark. That could break trust or make her feel insecure. So talk to her first and then get on Reddit together. Okay. Okay. Onward. Can you do a poll? Of course I can. Asking the male listeners, of course I can, if they fantasize about past experiences while masturbating or in the act with their partner. My fiance and I got into a combo about it and he says, guys, don't really do that. But I call BS. By the way, we love the show. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. And not to out you. And you know what? No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not fucking saying you know what. I'm going to tell you exactly how I feel. And that is, A, it is so, to me, in my opinion, just my opinion, totally different, like masturbating during the act. Like I would be less surprised about a man's mind wandering while touching themselves. That is like digestible. But while he's fucking me, and if he is like, if he was thinking about like me with another girl or like it was something along those lines, but if he is fucking me and thinking about a different girl or like it's an old experience, I'm going to bite his wiener off. Like I'm going, that would anger me. And maybe, you know, he's in fight or flight and he is saying that men don't do that because he doesn't want to lose his wiener or he doesn't want you to yell at him or be a crazy bitch. I wouldn't really write anyone's wiener off. I feel like for like legal purposes, <laughs> I have to say that I would never hurt. I would just in my head have my feelings a little hurt, hurt, a little hurt, hurt. And I could have like rage thoughts that I would never act upon. I would be very mature and just digest and process it. But yeah, big diff, big diff. So, I mean, do you really want the answer? Do you really want to have your feelings hurt? Maybe they don't. I'm sure there's lots of guys that don't. And I'm going to even tell myself that my man doesn't do that. I would like, can y'all just watch some new shit? Can y'all watch some porn? Can y'all do something that's like not as hurtful, please? Porfa. So maybe they aren't, but have they ever? Probably. Probably. Is there a chance he's never masturbated to a past experience while being with you or thought about an ex-girlfriend while fucking you? Of course. But has he thought about another set of breasts while masturbating before? If y'all have been together a million years, there's a good chance. There's a really good chance. Sir, yeah. 
Let's don't fight about that. Let's go. Have you ever, ever closed your eyes and seen like abs? Or have you ever like watched a UFC fight and been like, damn, like I'd climb that. Like, have you ever, ever had like a dirty thought one second and that didn't change or fester or grow anything like you you're obsessed with your man you'd kill for your man you wouldn't that man offered himself to you and touch him with the 10 foot pole it was a flashing thought so it's like men have those too and I know there's lots of disgusting dogs who literally cannot control their penis that a warm wet hole is their kryptonite I know I know they exist, but don't, you're about to get married. You just said fiance. Let's not be fighting about his disgusting brain because there's a reason that we can't read people's minds. We'd all kill each other. We'd all fucking kill each other. So just oosah and don't go there. Don't go there. But tip to the guys, I will say this. I know this is super hard for y'all to understand. It really is. It's so difficult because it feels like a lose-lose for y'all. You're like, you know what? There is no way I'm going to say this and she not be attitude, get upset. I have to deal with what whatever. There's no way. So I'm going to avoid that. It's actually better for you to be straight up and it be whatever the five minutes you're like, it won't be five minutes, it'll be... I, it'll get better and better and better if you are honest and upfront and realistic. And if not, if it's really that crazy for you, then you're probably in the wrong relationship. But we respect, I really respect a man being human and open and honest. That's respectable because we're all human. We're all flawed. We can all fuck up. But the deception and lying and gaslighting and deflecting and bullshitting is very off-putting. And we're really smart. Women are really fucking smart. So we know. We know and we're taking note. And sometimes we're going along with you. We're going along. And inside we're like, fuck you. Insult, okay. Okay, so don't do that. Just be a man. And if she asks a question she's not going to like the answer to, then maybe you have to teach her that. That sounded horrible and terrible. But some of the men are going to go, no, are you stupid? Like, no, no. And I'm sure there are times that I would get mad and say, why didn't you just lie to me? You should have just lied. You should have known to lie to me. So don't listen to me. Onward, on the topic of tightening vaginas. I heard you mention going to a spa for treatments. However, I don't think that's necessary in my case because my husband is not concerned about the tightness of my vagina. But I've had five vaginal births, and for me, I would love to try the weighted Kegel exercise balls. But I've read conflicting reviews on whether or not it could make your vagina feel tighter. This is something I would like to surprise my husband with, even though he said my pussy is uh, amazing. I still know how many kids I've birthed out even a nine pound baby boy and I would love to tighten it up a bit for him do you have any idea if these work so they are cheap enough and easy enough to use to give it a try for yourself like you said everybody I mean 
there's varying reviews. Generally speaking, I think they, no, I know in my experience, they will strengthen your pelvic floor. So you have to keep doing them. You have to keep doing Kegels. And it's nice to do those because it's kind of keeping it there tight without you having to consciously keep doing them. But it's like a routine you'll have to get into. I recommend getting the ones that have a little string or a little pull tab so you're not fishing it out with your fingers later. But because they're weighted, probably won't have that issue. You can just kind of give birth to it. TMI, that sounds weird. But I did have one that went up like for a good while. And I, and like I said, I had to give birth to little baby Kikis. Same thing happened with a Yoni egg. I didn't have one with a drilled hole in it. So the egg went north, but luckily it's not like your asshole where it's just down the cave of wonders and can fuck some shit up. There's an end to the cervix. So it's gotta, it's gotta come out. It's gotta come out. Go on Amazon, look up weighted Kegel balls. They come with instructions that like tell you like the blue and the pink and then the pink and the purple. And so you gradually go up and don't forget to take them out before you go to the bathroom, P or number two. We don't say the P double O word around here. Poop, just kidding. But when you go <laughs> number one or number two, anything that you're going to press to get out of you, like you push to pee, you're going to push that bitch right out. So you will get to a place where you're able to hold that ball in while you pee, but I would not start off like that. I say that because I have had to get mine out of the toilet after I peed in it. So I'm just helping you not do that. I will say the reason I brought up in office procedures where they have like one that's like a chair you sit in that's like doing Kegels for you. That's And I think it's like doing 20,000 Kegels in 20 minutes, something crazy. But I'm pretty positive the most effective is something that's put inside of you internally. And it's like laser tightening you up in there. And you have to go in for multiple sessions. And I think that lasts you a few years. To some people, they're like, mm, that's not worth it to me. I think it's worth for everyone to try Kegels if they're looking to explore tightening their pelvic area before they drop that kind of money. But I do think it's a more long-lasting solution with a more extreme, more sudden tightening. Like some women are like feel re-virginized. So if that's what you're going for, surprise, surprise. If you're listening and you're like, I have a listener question or something relatable to share about your relationship, whether it's navigating a season, a sexual woe, a sexual win, write into me, go to the hornyhousewifepodcast.com and you can ask truly anonymously or tell me your name and your email address, whatever the fuck you want, but it's optional. Follow me on social media at underscore the horny housewife podcast and I'm going to put some polls up every Monday. Put a little polls, learn about my audience, share it with all of y'all, and y'all eat that shit up. And it's fun. It's fun. And sometimes it surprises me. Sometimes I'm like, you are my people, and I see you. Tomorrow, I know for Shersies, I'm asking women, do you climax from penetration only? Can you? So we can show them what normal 
is show the menzies what normal. And I want to know what kind of porn the women watch as well. We're enlightening the men. I've got a lot of men listeners and they want to know. So let's tell them. So head on over there and partake. Partake. We need your input. All the links that we talked about or anything I mentioned in the show, that'll be in the episode notes, in the episode notes. That makes it easy. And if you're ever looking for a discount code, you're 99.9% going to find it on freakyfam.com. The links, the codes, all in one place makes it be easy. Again, last time, make sure you're following and leave five stars on Apple Review. Leave a rating on Spotify. It helps so much. And I will see you next Monday. Bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.